part of Batman's anatomy that I, Bane, targeted when taking over Gotham City. We're back! Oh my god. <laughs> Fantastic. I am the podcast reckoning. We do this for the people. The people. <laughs> oh man, uh, so we were going to record last week at Connor's place, and I was oh, going to yeah. do a version of that intro and just say, because it would be the first time that we've recorded outside of uh, this, you know, room or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> our recording studio, much like the bomb in The Dark Knight Rises, is mobile. <laughs> wow. I love it. Uh, yeah. So, Guys, we're here. Yeah. We were supposed to record... <laughs> at Connors. And just sheer exhaustion and sloth, I think, took over. It, st- it started with, once we got back from the show at Connors' yeah. house, we were like, what if we just did that tomorrow? Yeah. And then once we got up, it's like, okay, we have to do this now? Right. Or we will be late. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then it was kind of like, eh. But you know what? It's all good and well, because we're still cranking out the goods do you want to throw something on top of your helicopter computer? God damn it, Tom. No one was going to notice. Everyone I, was going to notice. Yeah. I think that that might do something. I don't know. We, we've got some pillows over there. I don't want to throw pillows. That's very thick. It's going to make the thing overheat way faster. What about, what about that other shirt? There's a shirt, not a shirt shirt. Why are we doing this on the... Podcast the producing on the fly, man. This is a really nice He's shirt. Part of the beats. That's mine. Thank you. It's a really nice shirt. Yeah. Uh, I have several kinds vaguely like this, but not one that color. Now, I have okay. a few things that I would love to get to today. So let's let's hit the ground running. And you know what? Let's just ring that bell. Yeah. Beautiful. Now, I want to start go with um, a shoot interview thing that I want to talk about. Please, because you first, and then I, I've got I, I've got some You got the rage. main event of the, of the some, shoot interview. Some, some I know you've been stewing, so I yeah. wanted to get mine out of the way first. It's not as entertaining. Um, Tom, I don't know if you know this. Um, it started maybe like the night before uh, Friday. That would be Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. But like, just like the night, Thursday night, right? I don't know. If you, you, mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed this, but and it got worse worse throughout the day. My car has been getting really loud. Oh, I did <laughs> notice this. Uh, your car had several warning lights on Only, during the oh, trip. Only two, not several. Oh, okay, fine. The, two, two is a couple. You received a phone call from your mother saying, "Did you get that checked out yet?" Which. <laughs> You um, hadn't, clearly. No. So, update. Um, I called my people that I go for, usually, like, see if they can get that. And they're like, yeah, that's not something we deal with. And I'm like... Wait, was that the dealership okay. that you bought the car from? No, no. Was I it usually, a mechanic? Yeah. And I was what like, do you mean that's not what they deal with? I, I don't know. I was like, okay. So, I called my grandpa, because he's the one who knows about all the mechanics sure. around. And he's like, ah, I'll be out there in 10 minutes or whatever. So he comes out. We check out the thing. We take it to Big Boys. I saw your Cadillac there. That was yeah. Cool. Got that, um, that was great. We take it to Big Boys. They do a little 
where they plug in and be Diagnostic. like, here's where t- what's yeah, wrong. Right. Um, they had like s- the dude said, and I quote, "There's like seven things that's being triggered right now, and none of them make sense mm. why they're all going off." Like yeah, seven like different codes. Yeah. So uh, he was like, um, "Yeah, you might have to just take it to a dealership. I'm not gonna like." charge you for this because we can't do anything about it and I was like oh that's sweet so Wednesday next Wednesday it's getting into the dealership I'm using my mom's car this weekend oh wow okay that's the earliest we could get it in yeah um and then yeah it's getting worse yeah (laughs) very quickly uh yeah yeah my Cadillac which I I think I'm already about to turn heel on (laughs) I've owned this thing for about nine days uh and I've already had to spend hundreds of dollars on it. And it's so fucking frustrating. <laughs> I think... Uh, I was watching a video the other day on YouTube, and this guy was talking about he had owned 31 cars in his life. And mm. I was like, wow, that's crazy. And I didn't do it, but I'm going to make a list of the number of cars I have owned. Yeah. It's not 31. There's no possible way. But I think I'm coming up on double digits if I'm not already in it. And it's both just maddening and 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 depressing at the same time. Uh, just okay. So I started traveling with you in yes. 2019, late 2019. Okay. Because the first time that I started traveling with you was um, October 24th, 2019. Oh wow! You and uh, Sharkbait when he was going to go all insane. Right. And right. needed to kick me yes. in the head. I don't know if okay. you knew that that happened. I've heard. Since that time, yes. I have known you to drive... Let's see. There's the Ford whatever thing. Okay. There was the Chevy that you had after that. Yep. Which you hilariously quickly traded in for the truck. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you got the Passat for for work, uh-huh. which is now the Cadillac for work. So I've known five different vehicles since I've known you You have forgotten the one that I owned the entire time. Oh, the, 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 buggy. the, 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 the buggy. Suzuki. Yeah. So in the so time six. that I've known you, six. <laughs> six. Six cars. Different vehicles since yeah. 2019. <laughs> you said that was October of 2019? Yeah. We're almost to two years. <laughs> six cars in two years. <laughs> Jesus, man. I have not had... Well, no, that's not true. I was about to say I have not had six pairs of shoes in two years. That's that's a complete lie. I've probably had fifteen. But uh, yeah, it's not even close. I buy a lot of shoes. Um, so I I've got something, and I want to discuss this. And I okay. this this is something that I've been like stewing over for a few days. Okay. And before we get into this discussion, and I broached the topic. I want to be very clear here. There is, in my opinion, no correct answer to what I am about to propose. Now I'm scared. I'm just curious where you weigh in on it. I'm curious where the people lay in on it. Answer the question at WowEd Podcast. Yes, please. Podcast. Uh, so, I want to talk about Guilty by Association... Okay. I want to talk about cancel culture because it's one of my favorite things that fire oh, me up. Oh, we're getting uh-huh. we're getting into and it. and the shining example that I'm going to use for this is Joey Ryan. Mm. Now, before we go forward, here's the disclaimer, all right? Number 1, 
I don't give a flying fuck about Joey Ryan. I never thought he was good. I always thought he was a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I couldn't care less that he has been driven out of professional wrestling. I, I could not possibly give a god or a damn. <laughs> I, it, fine, right? Yeah, yeah. Here are the things that I want to discuss. He has been driven out for, in essence, being an abuser, a, a sexual predator, a, a complete dirtbag, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. However, he was able to make that his character in pro wrestling, if you really think about it. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing Sleazy back, the boobplex, all of this other shit. His, his matches were based around sexual assault. Yeah. The psychology of them was like, and even past that, you mm-hmm. gotta grab, you have to grab his dick in order for him to do his stupid fucking move. Mm-hmm. But everyone was on board with it and thought, oh, well, we're in on the joke, so that makes it okay. Fun fact, guy's hiding in plain sight in front of you and people fucking fell for it. Mm-hmm. And championed it. The worst part is, I think they championed it and were like, oh yeah, he's very progressive and everything. Was he, though? Was he, though? You sure about that? Are you sure about that? You sure about that? Are that's why? Are you sure why? about that? That's why? So my question to you is... And again, I preface this by saying there is no correct answer. So Joey Ryan's kicked out of wrestling, which mm-hmm. is great. Now he can be the fast food industry's problem or something. But <laughs> what about... And I say this as a guy who is a... I am a fan of this guy. Excalibur. Runs to PWG. Use use Joey Ryan prominently for years and years and years. And you're going to sit here and tell me he had no clue about any of this behavior from Joey Ryan. A guy that he was very close to, on the scene with, on shows with, all the time. For probably, I'd say a decade maybe-ish, give or take. Mm -hmm. Well, he's not canceled. Or, and uh, uh, Candice LeRae, tag team partner, oftentimes opponent. Took place in the same theatrics and shit. She's not canceled, and I'm not saying that these people should be. Okay, that's not. I'm. I'm not. You know, I. I love Excalibur. I love Candace. You know, like the, the, you know, whatever. My thing is when it comes to this like social movement of you did something awful, you don't get to fake fight anymore. Fine, but what what is the degree of responsibility for the people around that person? Oh God, you, Jesus! That's coming in hard. I know. Yeah, Lo- loaded for bear. I believe is the phrase. I have no idea even where to start. I've never even thought about this. Um, and, and I like it's also a thing too where you can apply this to other people. I just like using Joey Ryan because he's the most recent mm-hmm. and um, I don't even say most obvious, but I want to say like easiest target. Yeah, and I mean, what the fuck's he gonna do to me? Fuck him. Uh, but, like... Alright. It's just a thing where it's like... I refuse to believe that of all the people he, he worked with and traveled with and was bros with for all that time where he was doing and engaging in all these shitty things, not one of them knew. And if they yeah. did know, they didn't say anything, which makes them complicit. Which, depending on who you are as a person, you know, you can condemn somebody for that as much as you want. Or... Mm-hmm. They knew and just didn't fucking care. Yeah. Now I hear where you're. I I hear where you're coming from. 
That is difficult, though, because it's kind of like a... How do you prove they knew the whole time? Right, you know exactly. I mean? so right, it, and it I is, mean, you it can. It is hard, yeah. But it's just... I think it's a discussion that's worth having, and not just between yeah, you yeah. and I on this show, mm-hmm. but you listening to this maybe fucking think about... Uh, <laughs> whenever the, the entire wrestling world claims we never knew Benoit was crazy. I... You sure about that? <laughs> Are you sure about that? Like, was the only person who knew that he was like... Because I'm sorry, that doesn't just happen. Yeah. You don't just wake up one day and decide, yo, you you family of mine. No. You got, you got to go. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no, no more. Like, I refuse to believe that, like, you know, was Eddie the only person that knew that he was, like, teetering on that line? Uh... I, I don't know. It's probably maybe maybe part of it is like, you know, some of your best friends, right? You see, if you, if you take your best friend, right, and you kind of, you know that something's not quite right, right you don't want to believe it, maybe right. sort of that, that sort of thing, like, I don't, no, nah, I don't want to believe that. That, sure. that can't be, that can't be right. right. You know what I mean? Your loved ones. Right. That might, that could be a part of the deal. Well, that's like. Uh, I don't think it makes it better. That's but. like any time that like a serial killer would get caught and arrested and they'd interview the neighbors and the most common phrase heard from the neighbors and friends was, he's the nicest guy. You know, yeah. like... Uh, it's the nice ones you gotta watch out for, Tom. Ed, Ed Gain, <laughs> uh, serial killer and grave robber from the 50s in Wisconsin, actually. Mm. Guy was the inspiration for Psycho, Texas Chainsaw, uh, Silence of the Lambs, a lot of shit. Guy was fucked up. You can find black and white news interviews of his neighbors and friends and shit from the town where he was at when they busted him, and they all say, nicest guy, super quiet, just seemed a little odd. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, none of the, I, I don't think those people knew. I mean, that guy was, like, making things out of people. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> like, it's fucked up. Just the way you phrased that was very funny to me. Yeah. But, I don't know, like, to go back, I guess, I, I just think that it's a... Uh, it's it's a very weird witch hunt type yeah. of thing that happens. And when you say that, it sounds like you're defending these assholes. And I'm not. I'm absolutely fucking not. Yeah. But I, I think that, like, when something happens, maybe going forward, progress is to actually be like, okay, let's weigh the facts. You know, let's look at evidence. Let's look at... Testimony. Let's look at eyewitness accounts. You know. Yeah. You know whatever. Then let's move on to well, who the fuck could have known and done something about it and did nothing. Yeah. Because it seems like right now it's either. Uh, and at this point, I'm not going to name names, but it seems like there's either people that are like, "Oh, well, you knew, so you're out too," or it's nobody knew, so nobody's out but that guy. Yeah. And to me, I. I don't think that's fair, man. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not, you know. Yeah. I hear you. Not what I expected to talk about, but... Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I, I just... That, that was that was stewing on me for the last stuck day in your two. craw. It was. What is a craw? <laughs> um, half of a fish that I believe... Ah, half of the elfish mm-hmm. to make the crawfish... Uh, I have no idea what a I'm going to go on a limb here and say you've never had crawfish, have you? I've not. Crawfish is pretty good. 
Not as good as crab, not as good as lobster, but pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh, the crop of a bird or insect? I, I don't... That, that is a crop... Oh, oh, That oh. doesn't answer the question at all. That's, that's the dated dictionary definition. The humorous definition is... What? Is, um, the stomach of a person or animal. So the craw is the stomach? Yes. I guess. So was that stuck in your craw? I'm making a pledge to you right now. Yeah? I'm gonna start using craw in place of stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I got the craw rumblies. Dude, you okay? Yeah, man, I just got a little craw ache. (laughs) (laughs) I always thought that, like, a craw was, like, a, a metaphorical nerve. You know what I mean? See, I always thought it was like uh, like a like a jowl, like a big flabby cheek that hangs okay. off of a a bulldog or something. See, I always thought about whenever someone says something stuck in my craw, I feel like it's like th- this is the nerve ending uh-huh. metaphorically. Right, that's happening. Okay, you know what I mean, all right, yeah, yeah, I could see that. For some reason, I just always pictured like if you had something stuck in your craw, you're like reaching into your mouth to pull it out. Mm. Gotta get this out of my craw. You're gonna have to go. <laughs> You're gonna. I can't wait till we go to a visual medium too. Oh, by the way, teaser. Yeah, that's a thing that's in the works. Maybe there's this hot new thing called YouTube. It's been around since um, 2006. I don't think it's uh, taken off. And what's in, what's your earliest memory of YouTube? My earliest memory of YouTube is um, a man by the name of Ryan Higa doing a sketch about the iPod human. Okay, which is a human that is an iPod. Right. So the whole time he was just singing the songs poorly, and like his friend was being the customer, and it was okay. framed as an advertisement, and uh, the dude was like talking about how awful this product is, but it's still in the frame of an advertisement. Right. He's like, yeah, it's heavy, it's stupid. I hate this product so much. Oh well, what do you think about your iPod? Oh, it's pretty good. And then he <laughs> comes up with the testimony that says it's pretty good. Okay, okay, I like that. So they just like. My my two earliest memories of YouTube are one Tourette's guy. Mm, mm-hmm. It just I, I it, some of the biggest laughing fits I think I'd had in my life at that point. And two, I'm enough of a nerd that when I was going to movie theaters, like when I first started, like actually going to movie theaters, right? Like I have my license, I have some level of disposable income as long as I don't pay my bills. Mm-hmm. I'm going to movie theaters. Previews, I fucking love previews. Yeah. So I would be like. Oh, the the show starts at seven. I have to be in that theater at six thirty. Yeah, like I, I <laughs> was, I, I, was I was that level of an asshole, right? Where I'm like, I'm getting my seats. I'm getting my popped corn with the buttered and the salt on it. I'm watching these fucking previews, and other people be like, "Oh, this says seven o'clock. The movie won't start till seven fifteen. Get the fuck away from me!" Right? That that's true. Though. It is. It, it absolutely is. But this is. I'm tying this together. It was because I wanted to see those fucking previews. I wanted to see those trailers. Then when YouTube became a thing, when I discovered, oh my god, movie trailers are just on this, I think the first time that this was a thing for me, Mm -hmm. I spent over two hours just, (laughs) I'm not lying, all I did was watch movie trailers. And I was like, what a beautiful day this is. (laughs) Truly, man has peaked. And now, I'm that asshole that says, oh, the movie starts at 10, 
I'll leave my house at 10 because by the time I get there, all the Coca-Cola and goddamn Nissan ads will be done. I'll see a trailer and get to see the movie. Because I can just watch them on YouTube now. It's a shame. Yeah, dude. Technology fucking ruins you. YouTube is probably my favorite thing in the world, though. It is great. Uh, And it helps me not watch wrestling, which, by the way, is kind of why we're here. Um, Is it? Have you noticed how... You sure about that? (laughs) Have you noticed how just seamless the transitions on this show have gotten? Yeah, that's that's real good. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Undercard. I, I also love how we give props to the transition... Entirely right. halting right. the show. Also, then adding a seam to the seamlessness <laughs> yeah, of yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was very smooth. He said clunkily, uh, <laughs> which I don't think is a word. Um, he's on it. Yep. Undercard. Have you watched any wrestling recently? Not besides what we're going to. You know what? I'll tell. I'll tell you what. Large and awkward in former appearance, old and not working well, badly or awkwardly made or done. Yes. Yeah, I guess that that works. Uh, hey, anyway, so what I was gonna say before I interrupted myself with the mm. definition of clunkily. So, um, I was going to watch. Can we tease what we're gonna watch here? Absolutely. Okay, we're gonna. You stuck with us this far? Yeah. Go so on. So we're gonna watch we're, we the the teaser main event. Holy crap, this is my yeah. first episode I've ever done. Try again. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Yep. Good to be the, back. The main, <laughs> the main event of this show is NXT Arrival. Right. First one. Right. No, for February, whatever the fuck. There's, on the Peacock app, there's part one and part two. Okay. Please was, say what I think you're going to say. I was going to watch part two for uh-huh. the undercard of this. Uh-huh. It's just a shorter version of part one. Thank you. Because on <laughs> my version, when part one ended, part two started to play... And I was like, I'll let this go for a few minutes because I'm very confused and intrigued as to what this could be. And then it just started part one again, and I'm like, what? No. That's all. There is none. So, guys, As far as I can tell from the scrub, it only has the the opening match and the closing match. Nothing in the middle. How strange is that? Weird. Um, so... Things that I have watched. So since the last time that we recorded, I was at, which now seems like it was a thousand years ago, I went to All Out live in Chicago. Wow, that was a a million years ago. Nine days. Ten. Ten days ago from the time of this recording. Mm. This is the speed of the world that we're in. Um, Guys, it was incredible. Uh, I watched the replay the next day. It was great on camera, great pay-per-view. Live, it was absolutely indescribable. And, like, I've only been to so few live wrestling shows. We've talked about that before on here. It's the first... Uh, no, not the first. I'm sorry. It's the second time I've been to an AEW show. Uh, just fantastic. Like, just a great fucking show. And then the ending with Cole and Daniel Bryan debuting back-to-back was just fucking money. Yeah. Like, just absolutely spectacular stuff. Uh, Would you say it's... Elite? I would. And here's, here's the... Here's, I, I'm prepared to say this. And I say this as not just... Because, like, if you watch something, you know, live and it's special, then you have, you know, your your perception changes a bit. Mm-hmm. But I watched the replay of said pay-per-view, and I have thought long and hard on this. I am prepared to add it to my list of best pay-per-views of all time in a top three spot. 
Whoa. That's right. I'm putting it up there with your SummerSlam 02. I'm putting it up there with WrestleMania 17. Whoa. I, in, Unreal. In my opinion, there is not a bad match on the show. People would say, like, oh, Big Show and QT. Hey, man, it, it's exactly what it needed to be. It was fine. It was over. It was short. It was a breather for the audience. There you go. Like, that's that's what that match was supposed to well, be. Ray, that's what that Ray match Phoenix was. was on the card, right? He was, and he had an absolutely incredible performance. I don't think that's possible. It, dude. Or true. I, the, okay, so that tag match in the cage mm-hmm. is very polarizing. There are complaints of it that I can completely understand and get. It, it, it is a spot fest. But for me, when I watched it, the structure of it and the pace of it was something that I have never seen done before. And then it was executed perfectly. And, specifically for the, the audience, it worked to perfection. Now, having said that, is it still a spot fest? Absolutely. Am I going to tell people that it's not? I, I, I won't. But, if you look at like a big budget action movie, and you just say, oh, it's just a big budget action movie. Well, sure. But, there are still big budget action movies that are good. Like, I don't think that a spot fest is necessarily always good, but I don't think it's necessarily always bad. Mm, okay. Impressive physically, undeniably. Nobody can nobody will ever tell me otherwise on that. So it's like a big budget action movie if it had if one if it had four stars and one of them was like the the, the just the absolute valley Nicolas Cage. You know, like the worst performance that he's done that's one I of the guess. four and then the other three carried him to a great movie hear me out if, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna if I'm gonna allow myself into your fucking territory here okay I'm watching an action movie okay I've got Chris Pratt okay I'm thinking of action movie stars here not even necessarily people that I like I've got Chris Pratt okay I've got Christian Bale mm. I've got <laughs> Not that I think he's good, but he's in these types of movies. Sam Worthington. I don't even know who that is. You do, you just don't know his name. And then Jonah Hill. (laughs) Yeah. But the movie itself still absolutely knocks it out of the park, then yeah. Sam Worthington was in Avatar, he was in uh, Clash of Titans, Wrath of Titans, yeah, yeah. Um, Um, So yeah, that's that. Yeah, let's see, what else have I watched recently? I just finished watching Dynamite, as is tradition, um... Oh, I do. Um, You know what? I'm going to save my notes on this undercard for uh, the next episode because we're getting into the fucking numbers here on the minutes. Okay. Let's talk NXT. And you know what? Braden, this is oddly topical. Huh. NXT 2.0. Oh, yeah. Just debuted. I didn't watch a minute of it. It sounded awful. Now, having said that, that's not fair of me to say because I didn't watch a minute of it. I, I've heard good things about it. I saw a picture of the set on Twitter. Yeah. It made me feel like I was being fisted in the ass, except I was being fisted out the ass, except it's a fist full of shit and there's no fist. I followed that. <laughs> to me, it, I hate the advertising campaign they've done with it. It looks like... You, you may not get... 
Get your Google machine ready. It looks like a bunch of Lisa Frank art. It looks uh, like an art college. Yeah, but like one that anybody can go to. <laughs> an art community college. Yes, honestly. <laughs> Wait, what am I Googling here? Lisa Frank arts. Like, like just Lisa Frank stuff, whatever. Like, She always had like bright, colorful, weird shit in the 90s with like unicorns and lizards and whatever. Um, I really fucking hate that Rex Steiner's name is not Rex Steiner. Uh, I don't like a lot of the names of these new guys. They're fucking cartoonish. I can't believe that Champa is the champ. Yes, stuff like that. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I, w- I, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. I, I guess I maybe fairly I can't say because I didn't watch it, but it just why did they why if it ain't broke, don't fix it. The problem. Oh, do you want an honest answer to no. that? Sure. It wasn't broke. But then when there was a new show on Wednesday nights, and they were like, oh, we're going to move this off the network on the USA, now it's broke. So they broke so it. So now we have to improve this into failure. Yeah. So then they broke it. And then they said, what the fuck happened to this show? we got to start over. Get me Lisa Frank. <laughs> Slams the, the logo. phone down. The logo. That's, that's my big thing. It's like, if you want to do this revamp, that's fine. No one in the history of history has ever looked... At at the NX the new NXT logo and been like that's okay. Everyone has been like that's awful. Yeah, I hate it. And it's also a thing where it's like what, wh- why? What is the goal? Who are you advertising this for? It doesn't look badass, badass. It doesn't look it doesn't look cool at all. It doesn't even look it. It only looks interesting if you already knew what NXT was. Yeah. So then the interesting part and the shock part is. Well, that's not what this used to be. I didn't say it would be good. I said it would be interesting. Like, if if I you're a, it'd be casu- a good idea, it turns out it sucks. If you're just a casual fan or some fucking moron scrolling through channels and you see that, you're gonna be like, "I'm not watching that." Yeah, that looks like a home shopping advertisement or something. Like, it's 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 trash. The black and gold worked so well. Yeah, that seemed like something that would be you know. A physical competition, a combat-based thing. Mm-hmm. But now that we've talked about where NXT is now, let's wind the clocks back. To when? <laughs> that was a really to long. To the first a really long. NXT TakeOver. Arrival. A couple of fun notes here. Guys, this is, e- the, this is the first thing that ever streamed live on the WWE Network. It's crazy. February of 2014. It doesn't feel like the network was around that long. It doesn't. It really doesn't. But man, I loved it. When that shit dropped, it yeah. changed my life. The network was so good. It absolutely was. And we didn't realize how good it was until it was taken away from us. By John B.C. <laughs> John B.C., that's good. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Like, dude, when people talk about, like, I'm not paying for the network, I'm like... If they didn't put anything new out, right? If they had just uploaded... Uploaded? (laughs) Uploaded. If they had just put the video (laughs) library that they owned at that time on and been like $10 a month. Worth it. Yeah. Countless hours of everything ever. Worth it. Absolutely worth it. Uh, Yeah, man. Um... 
Yeah. Just I was living in Davenport at this time. I was living exclusively off of wrestling. So I had a lot of fucking free time. This was a godsend. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. It's good to think about things when they were better. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Triple H opens the show. He is a, I think he is a good hype man, but man, some of the shit that he says is just dumb. Are you ready? <sighs> no, I said, are you ready? <sighs> <laughs> wow. Like, what, do you, what, do you, what did he say today that was dumb that you think? And Okay, part of it I is today the shot, and part of today. it's the delivery, you know, whatever, but just the... And I understand you're showing this to people that have, that don't know what it is, right? How could they? Yeah. NXT is the next generation. And the next generation has arrived. I'm like, <laughs> well, oh, okay, unless you're talking to an actual baby, I could have figured that out by then. Like, you know what, like, the, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> also, uh, if the next generation has arrived, isn't that just the current generation? Son of a bitch. <laughs> Punching holes and shit. Uh, what do you think of this old NXT theme song? Oh, uh, what even was it? The roar of the crowd, stomp your feet really loud. Get it down, get it come for me, come for me. It sounded cool. Now that I hear the lyrics, I want to punch both of my eyes out. Dude, it's, it is if the worst parts of pro wrestling were made into a song. <laughs> but for some reason, I do remember at the time just being like, yes! <laughs> I didn't pay attention to the uh, lyrics. It's... Uh, it sounds I, I got fine some enough. Those, yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. A uh, couple of quick things here before we get into this first match. Notice mm. Brandy Rhodes. No. Ring announcer. Did not notice that. What a fucking route she has gone on, my man. What a f- world. Yeah, I know, right? Opening match. Sami Zayn with his old theme song that I actually kind of liked, but didn't like as much as his new one. Yeah. Uh, against Cesaro. My note. Let me just read my first note here. Yeah. Sami Zayn versus Cesaro. This will be fantastic. I uh, I have almost word for word the same thing. Just as oh, this should be fantastic. Yeah. And it is. It's. Oh my God. There's that point where uh, Sami Zayn is going to do his jump through the corner DDT and gets caught with a euro. It's perfect. Oh my. It's perfect. It's just great match. Uh. I liked. I noticed that the camera work is different at this time of NXT than it was for the other shows then oh. and now, because there's a lot more shots of facial expressions. Sami Zayn's a guy that I think doesn't get enough credit for that. Yeah, like especially for a guy who worked under a mask for so long, like his facial expressions. What? No, huh? He worked. He worked under a mask. What? No, I didn't say anything. Uh, his facial expressions, like no matter what he's doing, mm-hmm. are. Just top notch. Yeah. Uh, match is fantastic. Cesaro is Huge. big as shit, dude. Just gargantuan man. <laughs> and he's not like small now. No. But here he is. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Up. Cesaro. I'm convinced that Cesaro is Jason Statham. By the way. Oh, if, if <laughs> Jason Statham was a full size adult, I think Jason Statham's like five seven. <laughs> It's a megalodon. 
<laughs> Cesaro uppercuts the Megalodon. <laughs> so they do that one freaking uh, transition, it's this, uh, submission transition, where he's got him in the... The Koji, Koji clutch, clutch. Yeah. yeah, and then he transitions to the stretch muffler. Yes, great stuff. Ah! Blew my mind. I love the kick out of one. It's a rare time that I actually do like it. Yeah. Um. Notice Cesaro double stomping him in the face. <laughs> yep. Like, when did woo. Cesaro ever do double stomps? Uh, I don't I remember, remember any of that them. being a thing. But like, not like that. God damn. Uh. Pretty badass. Great stuff. Uh, also, great that Cesaro actually went over, and it was still fine. Yeah. Like, because the whole story was Sami Zayn earning his respect, and then he got it. Yeah. He didn't have to win the match. It's almost as if telling a nuanced and layered story will still pay dividends and reward the viewer. <laughs> Get Mason T-Bar out there. Uh, <laughs> that was perfect. Oh, my God. They were in retribution. Who? Uh, <laughs> it's great stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, possibly match of the night out of the gate. Spoiler alert, I think it was. I kind of do, too. <laughs> uh, next up, there's a hype video for Mojo Rawley proving that Everyone swings, and sometimes they miss. <laughs> and yep. then there's a match. I don't... Okay, hold on. I don't get hype. I stay hype. Can we talk about that for a second? How it fundamentally doesn't you, make sense? You'd have to get hype in right. order to be hype, in order to stay hype. At, he had to have got hype at, one at, time. Yeah. At least once. It should be, I got hype. Now I stay hype. <laughs> or, I was born hyped. Oh my god, that's so much better. Ran out of the womb. <laughs> Cut my own umbilical. Like, <laughs> ran out of the womb. Oh my god. Like, I, I don't know what this was ever supposed to be. Hype. I, I don't <laughs> know what that means in this context. Well, you're not hype enough. I know hyped. that. You gotta get hype. <laughs> I'm not arguing that. <laughs> Motor Riley's huge and fast. He is. <laughs> he looks like a chipmunk. Uh, look at oh his face. God. Yeah. Yeah, I got uh, you. Juice Robinson. Swinging to miss in the Fed. Glad he's found success elsewhere. Yeah. Good dude. Mm-hmm. Like, props to him. This is the first ever CJ Parker match I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. It's Literally, I've never seen a single great. one. Only Juice Robinson. Yeah. Yeah, this was... I didn't think this character was a bad idea. Especially yeah. when they turned him heel. Like, I actually thought, okay, this is this has some legs to it. And then it was like, no, you're fired. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I do have a quote from myself here. I yeah. literally said this outside, out loud as it happened. I, I go, that might be the most beautiful back body drop I've ever seen. I, don't I tell ye what. Yeah. I don't remember that. I, I My notes just say, like, Mojo has at no point been over. Mojo Rowley wins with a, in a very short match with a shittier version of Bucky's the low-level whoopee cushion. Yeah. The Finley ass. The match was fin- too long. Finley ass? Yeah. Finley used to do that all the time. Uh, you think this match was too long? Yeah, I do. I thought it was, like, five minutes. It's too long. 
fair. Uh, I'd forgotten that JBL was the GM at this point. I didn't know that happened happened at all. They mentioned it on commentary. I was like, oh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. But I feel like they did it, and he was on TV like four times, and they're like, now we need something else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, video package for Emma. I have a question, Tom. You have a question. What is Emma? So she does that dance. Mm-hmm. And there's bubbles on her entrance. And then what? She's quirky and awkward. Mm-hmm. And then what? Well, I have more notes here in a second. I just want to say, the dance was infectious, and there is footage on YouTube of me in a match, uh, what's the word, facetiously doing the dance before I charge into the corner and get annihilated by a baby face. I love it. <laughs> uh, also looks like she's doing like almost a Heil Hitler, Oh not no. quite. If you look at it closely, guys, you can see it there. If Perhaps, you squint. And if you... Yep, if you squint, it, it, you could see. If you squint and you turn Emma sideways, okay, those M's could feasibly look like S's. SS. Oh She's my out there god! Doing All I'm saying is Emma hates Jews. Moving on. <laughs> uh, now that I know what Emma is, <laughs> fucking Nazi. Remember um, the Ascension? I do actually. Only because I used their theme song several times on the WWE games when I was making it. Yeah. So I had forgotten like pretty much anything on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that I watched it when it happened. I don't think I've ever gone back and rewatched it until now. So I was kind of like, oh, fuck, The Ascension. I remember this. Like, they were shoving them hard, you know? They were unstoppable kill- killing machines. Open challenge. Neat. I was elated <laughs> to see Too Cool. I know. It's the best, dude. I, a, as soon as I heard, turn it up! I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And not to, like, sound morbid, I, I kind of thought Brian Christopher was already, like, passed away at that point. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm dead serious. I mean, completely sincere. Dead like, serious? Dead I'm serious? Focusedly serious. I really did <laughs> think that, like, that, that, that had already happened. I was way In off. In 2014? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh... I thought that was like 2017. Maybe it was. I don't Hold know. Hold on. That's a good... This is a good Google. Like, I have a note that just says, Sad Brian Christopher thought. Um, I love this. <coughs> I also think it's worth noting that, like... one Died of, in 2018. Wow, I, I wasn't even close. Uh, I also think it's worth noting, too, that, like, the original concept of NXT, like, at this point, and for a number of years later, wasn't just, the next generation has arrived. They're... they're you know, you guys on the main roster that didn't have shit to do that would go down to NXT. Mm. And that was fine. And it was cool. Yeah. Like, the closest to being over that Mojo ever was was he had that tag team with Zack Ryder. Yeah. Uh, uh, Fandango and Tyler Breeze. No, no, wait. Fandango went back. I think, did Tyler Breeze ever go to the main roster? Yeah. I thought the... Fashion Police they were, started yeah, on... Yeah, okay. But then they came back to NXT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, oh yeah, that was fun. That was cool. Uh, Brodus Clay at some point went back to NXT. We'll I remember this. That. Because he had a feud with somebody about music. <laughs> Calling his mama. What? I don't know, man. So, Grandmaster Sexay has Jerry Lawler's dumb face. Very badly. <laughs> um... So, my notes 
on the finish. They do this thing. So here's the finish. Yeah. Uh, too cool. Scotty Too Hotty. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> Scotty Too Hotty's in the center of the ring selling up. Okay. Victor. Yes. Charges out of the corner. Yes. Hits a clothesline. Yes. Tags in Connor. Goes yes. back to the same corner, and then they do the total elimination. Right. What if, instead, Connor got in. Just did Scotty the total did, elimination. Sold up. They did total elimination. Victor got the pin, and then you could do the cool pose with Victor as I got getting the pin instead. Yeah, I don't know. Why well, I hated. I hated. I the completely understand what you're saying because I'm gonna walk through you, swat you. I'm in control. I'm tagging for reasons that aren't clear. I'm gonna go back to where I was, do an eerily similar move. Now the match is over, and my partner can just pin you. Yeah, that is that is dumb. Plus, oh, also, yeah, they're heels. He could have just easily come in and just hit the thing. Yeah. Especially because, um, and that's what I thought was gonna happen when I saw. Uh, Victor like was set up that way, and I saw on like the hard cameras there was zooming, uh, zooming mm. into too cool. I saw like in the corner, Connor was in that corner, not in the not in the ring, but like on the ropes, right? Looking, and I was like, oh, he's coming in. They're gonna do their total elimination, total elimination, which they call the fall of man. Yeah, and also their version is not as good as total elimination. Correct. Um. Yeah. Basically, that, all I'm saying is I'm better than one of the, the things, Ascension. <laughs> one of the things that I liked about this match, though, was at some point I was like, a lot of punches from yeah. Too Cool. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, wait. They're super protecting the Ascension here. I don't think they bump them. Mm. And if they do, it's not off. Like, they don't body slam or suplex either of those guys. Because I noticed it. I really noticed it on the hot tag because it is not a bump feed. Yeah. At all, and then once it clicked for me, I was like, "Oh, we're still making these guys look unfuckwithable." Then I kind of actually dug it because I was like, "Oh, the creative aspect of that is pretty wild to think like, hey, you have to have this tag match, you have to run a hot tag, but you can't bump that guy at all, and they still need to fucking look like they're gonna murder you." So I was like, "Okay, that's that's fun, and and yeah. it's different, you know, it's something." Um, Scotty Too Hotty has. The most insane eyes of any person that him, has ever lived. And him having his head shaved doesn't... Like, it, it accentuates them. Yeah. He looks like a goddamn Nosferatu. <laughs> yeah. But they do that tight close-up when he's, uh-huh. like, looking for the dance and his eyes are as big as humanly possible. Yeah. Uh, there's a, I think, a video package next for Bo Dallas. Maybe? Yeah. I, yeah, is he the first victim of the NXT curse? I think so. Call a guy up to the main roster and they do absolutely. I think so. Because I know, I mean, like, okay, so like Rollins, Ambrose, obviously out of the gate, huge success. Wyatt family, out of the gate, huge success. Big E, out of the gate, pushed very prominently, working with John Cena, Intercontinental Champion within like less than a year, I think, of him getting called up. If I remember correctly. Okay. Bo Dallas. Didn't really do a goddamn thing. For ages. Yeah. Yeah. And never really, even after those ages, didn't really do much. No. You know what's weird, too? Is it hip? 
he's one of the ones that got released, and nobody was like, oh man, he should go to AEW. <laughs> like, yeah. he's kind of like, yeah, yeah, he got fired. Yeah. Putting him in a team for a, a hundred years with uh, Curtis Axel didn't really help. Was he, were they the B team? Yeah. They no wait. They were in another group. What was the other group? Social Outcasts, maybe. Because that was Bo that Curtis Axel. Was it Sandow? Sandow and Heath and Heath uh... Slater. Slater. I think you're right. Yes. We know about wrestling. <laughs> they probably feel the same way about it as we do. Yeah. Um. Oh man, then we. <laughs> Sorry, some of my notes here are a little bit out of order, but coming up next, we have a slight video package for confirmed sexual deviant page. Um, Wearing the belt. Yes. The, the belt. I'll never unsee that footage. Anyway. <laughs> Available out of myriad of websites. Uh, XXN Red Two, <laughs> all great, <laughs> all great. I assure you. Uh, Flair in the crowd with Young Charlotte, who does not appear to be the same human being Charlotte that is on our televisions here today. You mean the same reptilian Charlotte? I'm not going to. <laughs> I don't give a shit if somebody gets plastic surgery. I genuinely don't. Like it's your body. You do with it as you choose. I, you, whatever. Just my thing is. Let's not pretend. Yeah. That I I refuse to believe that's the same face. I know that this is from 2014. I know it's been seven years. Yeah. A person's face doesn't change that much in seven years unless they get hit by a fucking trolley. Like. I've, I've had plastic surgery. Can't tell. Looks great. Yeah. How old do you think I am? I, I believe you're 21. I'm 59. Holy God. <laughs> but anyway... Um, so the stupid this... joke there is, oh, I've had emergency plastic surgery. Why don't you have done any, <laughs> an emergency penis reduction? Uh... <laughs> it's an emergency. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God, that's just not true. Um... <laughs> <laughs> A soft tear rolls down my cheek. <laughs> uh, Stephen McMahon is out next. Scoring a 10 out of 10 on the MILF factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got a you still got that, it chance after my, doing... My, I see that my notebook has been hijacked and uh, somebody else who may or may not live in the house has written 11 out of 10. Um, <laughs> I, um, she got a you still got it chant after mm-hmm. doing precisely nothing. Mm-hmm. But hey, whatever. Uh, also, it was kind of wild to think we're still using the term diva. Yeah. The NXT Divas Championship. Weird. Yeah. But I feel like we're only a year or two years removed. I'd say a year from, tops. From that being, like, scrapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, next so, up. So this this match, though. Yeah. So it's Emma and Paige. Mm-hmm. I have a note here about how Emma's gone. Yep. Despite getting over repeatedly, even when they repackaged her. But, it, you know, that's that's great. I actually was a fan. I, I thought, you know, yeah. even the heel turn with the Aviators and shit. Uh, she had a great match with Asuka at some point. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, but that, I do hate... Hmm. I'm sorry, go ahead. 
I was just gonna say that that Emma sign with like the arms that move. Right. I'm like that's, that's a fun. lot of fucking effort. I don't have. I do kind of hate though that an aspect of a character is that they're not good at wrestling, and it seems like that's a part of what Emma's character yeah. was at this point. Because I know they're trying to play it off as like, oh, she's awkward and mm-hmm. she's unique and quirky and goofy, but it's like. She kind of actually wrestled her matches like she wasn't good at wrestling. Yeah. It's like that, uh, uh, your Santino Morella's, like, it's okay to be funny. I, I, I love funny. Mm-hmm. I just think that's strange to be like, oh, your character is that you suck at this. <laughs> yeah, then why continue doing it? Why, why are you you're, here at all? You're routinely getting your ass kicked. We keep putting over that, like, these are the biggest stars in the world. You know, this is the yeah. elite company or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Elite? Oh, shit. My bad. <laughs> this is the top-tier company and all. Oh, yeah, that one, she sucks. <laughs> like, Yeah, she's still here, though. Yeah. I got it, yeah. So, this era page for uh, science. Good moment. But keep talking about science. <laughs> science. Uh, inertia is a property of matter. Um, uh... Bill Nye, the science guy. Um, so, you Doctor, know, we talk... Yeah. I'd like to add to your science talk. Okay. But not in the way that you would probably think, fans okay. of the show. Uh, Paige, other victim of the NXT curse. And it's weird because she won the women's title in her first match on Raw. Mm-hmm. And, I, and was like a dual champion. And then... I don't even know. Couldn't tell you. Like, it's weird. I can't tell you an angle she was in. I can't tell you a match that she had. I have no memory of anything that that girl did on the main roster. I don't have any memory of anything she did in NXT. Mm -hmm. And it is so strange to think that, like, she's talented. I'm not, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know any of it. We always talk about like those, uh, specifically with the women's wrestlers, if they were born ten years later, my god, what they would have done. Paige sure. is one where it's like, four years later? Yeah, or, or maybe like, if, she, if she'd been, I mean, four years later, yeah, yeah. Like, even then, that, that would just, that would be enough to get her lined up with the peak of the women's revolution. Imagine, like, peak, peak Paige now versus Becky Lynch. Like the yeah, money, I'm, I'm all the there, money. dude. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, my, my chips are forward. Yeah, like, uh, uh, uh Bianca, for that matter. Mm-hmm. I like the, I like the concept of Paige's character of like the anti diva. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they highlight that in like the video package. It's like they're all tan and blonde and blah blah blah. You know what? That's great. That's awesome. That's such that's a awesome. Cool that's awesome. And that's something that like, there's a shit ton of young women and girls out there that would have watched that and been like, I look more like her. I feel more like her. I identify more with her than I do... Uh, uh, Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose. Yeah, perfect example. You know, and, and they're going to lean into that. They're going to go to your shows. They're going to get invested, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the thing when people talk about, like... Like, representation in wrestling is, is crucially fucking important. Mm-hmm. It truly is. Not just because it should be, 
but also because that's how you create new fans. That's how you get into new demographics, new markets. That's how you generate more income so that then you can actually, like, treat your employees better, hire more employees, you know, whatever. So then when you have somebody that appeals to that segment of the market that feels disenfranchised by the rest of your roster, and you're like, okay, we've got this hot commodity, how badly can we book Paige? Ugh. And then they say, bad enough that Tom will have no memory of anything she has ever done. It's a shame. It is. It really is. Fighting with my family, though. That movie fucking rules. Does it? Really? I think it does. <laughs> I mean, I guess I can't... I didn't watch it. I saw the previews, and I was like, I cannot sacrifice... I love it. Uh, uh, you should. Good? You should. I, I recommend it. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Fuck me. Uh, Paige, but just to, like, really emphasize my point here, this might be revealing about me. Paige is, for me, peak science. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. But see, that kind of... Even that only adds to my point. No, I know. Because then if you saying. get, like, horned up freaks like you... What? <laughs> what? I, no, I'm just... I'm dead serious. Like, if you get dudes interested, mm-hmm. then they're going to go to your show. They're going to buy the t-shirts. They're going to watch the shit. They're going to fucking subscribe to your network, whatever. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> like... In an effort to alienate our fans more, Tom, who is your peak science? Trish Stratus in 2001. Mm, okay. All other science is a distant second. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dude, I'm telling you what, though. I'm stealing the submission from the finish. Ah, uh, fuck. What was it? I kind of don't remember. even know what it's called. It kind of looks bad like she's name looking for it. It was kind of like looks PTO like she was looking for the sharpshooter. Yeah. But she hooked the leg around, like, her hip. Okay. Turned it over and then had both of her oh, arms. Oh wait, up. yeah, I remember that. It's like a suspending sharpshooter. Like, I love it so much. It's like a double chicken wing and a sharpshooter. Sharp yeah, 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 insane. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, I remember that hold now. Um, I love it. Now that we've been canceled, let's move on. Um, we've been canceled. <laughs> oh shit! The episode's not even out yet. It's just a huge red X comes up on the screen for some reason, flashing. Just <laughs> um. It's just the right to censor thing. We're just talking about science. It's my are. favorite subject in uh high Bill school. Nye the Science Guy. Bill 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 Nye Bill, 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 Bill the Bill, Science Bill, Guy. Bill 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 Bill. Inertia is a property of matter. Thank you. Uh, dude, <laughs> Bill you, Nye rules. It, yeah, Bill Nye is great. You ever want to see a, a uh a version of that show, like a competitor to that show that was made by people on acid, you fucking look up Beekman's world. Holy shit, brother. I'm scared now. I used to watch Beekman's World on Saturday mornings. Mm. That was like part of the Saturday morning cartoon block, even though it's live action. Learned a lot of shit. It is bizarre. Mm. Okay. If any of you listening to this remember Beekman's World, be sure to tweet us at Wowed Podcast, talking about Beekman, Lester the Rat, and whatever the girl's sidekick's name was. Because holy lord. Um. So we have a Neville hype vid. Yes. I don't have anything written down for it. <laughs> I have a note that just says Pac, greater than Neville. That's fair. The bastard Pac, greater than Pac, greater than Neville. Neville, greater than Adrian Neville. Mmm. <laughs> yes, I'd also forgotten that he had a first name that was at some point sacrificed to the gods. One of those few 
that I didn't mind sacrificing their first name. Remember when Big E was Big E Langston? Vaguely. Yeah. Imagine. Remember when Big E wasn't the world heavyweight champion? I do. Dark times. Uh, remember when Cesaro was Antonio Cesaro? Vaguely. Yeah. Who else did they give that to? Um, remember when Mustafa Ali was Ali? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, wait, because he was Mustafa Ali, yeah. then Ali, then they gave it back. Yeah. Um, uh, how weird. Remember when Dominic Dijakovic? Wait a minute, hold on. I did that backwards. Remember when T Bar was Dominic Dijakovic? I do. What happened? Remember when he was Dominic Dijak and people already had problems pronouncing his name and then they made it Dijakovic? It's such... Dijak is such a cool last name. Yeah. Because then you get that, like... Because I saw one of the approximately 10,742 times it happened, Keith Lee and uh, um, Dijak in a, yes. in a singles match. Yes. And you got that Keith Lee, die Jack, Keith yeah. Lee, die Jack. Yeah. That's a cool chant. Die Jack. Die Jack. Remember when that guy got signed that was like, oh wow, that guy's like six seven, jacked as shit, athletic as all hell, can do anything. And they have done precisely with him. Correct. The 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 biggest thing I remember from the, him ever doing and this might sound weird, but I watched an episode of Worlds Collide. Where him, and, him and Brody Lee? Dude, this unreal. Great. This is awesome. Unreal. So good. Uh, he had a two and a half minute sprint of a match with Ricochet on some episode of NXT, like not long after he got signed. Mm. And it was great. Two and a half minutes. It was fucking awesome. But yeah, that match with Brody Lee, I've seen it. It's it's great. I think I've I watched it, like it on your times. I think I watched it on your recommendation, actually. Probably. Because that seems Cause like no something one otherwise would... Collide. Yeah, I was going to say, it would never have been brought to my attention. Yeah. Uh, there's a shot of Pat Patterson and Dusty Rhodes in the crowd, baby. Yeah. Good stuff. Also, Pat Patterson kind steals of a, his hat. Yeah. Also, it was a, like... Oh, yeah, in retrospect, a, a, yeah. In hindsight, yeah, it was a little bit of a down, because, like, fuck, man, but... Good on both of them, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, they had great lives, left great legacies, so... Mm-hmm. So... Can I just give you my next notes for this next thing that happens? Oh, sure. Tyler Breeze versus Xavier Woods. Never mind Rusev. Mm. That is the end of my notes. <laughs> so it's it's framed Xavier as... Woods. Xavier Woods coming out with the most passed around theme that they Dude, fucking owned. how many times have they used this god-awful song is what I have written down. I think that was part of the Brodus Clay going back to NXT thing. Because then I think Xavier Woods was still there... And yeah. was using the song, and then the Funkadactyls were coming out with him, and Brodus Clay had a shitty, very brief feud with him about, like, you stole my song, and my entrance girls. What the fuck? What a, what a stupid feud. Yeah, it was it was not good. But uh, uh, Also, an old Ernest the Cat Miller theme song. Yeah. Like, that, and that's Jesus. going back to, like, man oh man, like, oh five. Like, the cat. Ernest, parentheses, the cat, in close parentheses. <laughs> Ernest <laughs> times the cat, Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Just, uh, Anyway. Tyler fucking Breeze, though. Yeah. Great entrance. Great character. Great mm-hmm. shit. 
I was like actually excited. I was like, oh fuck, I bet this is going to be real good. Never mind that shit. Here comes Rusev. Alexander. Alexander Rusev. That's another another victim. Yes. Also another one that I didn't mind. Yeah, that's fine. Lana for Russian science. Remember when she was Russian? Yeah. And then they were just like, no. Remember when Kofi was Jamaican? And then they were just like, no. Right. And then they just announced him as from Boston. But wasn't he also announced as from, like, Ghana? Yeah. Where the fuck is that guy even from? (laughs) I don't know. I love how Lana's character arc has been, you're Russian. Oh, wait, no, now you're an idiot. (laughs) Now you're fired. Wow. Truly. Um, so now we're coming up on the main event. Mm-hmm. Bo Dallas versus Adrian Neville for the NXT Championship in a ladder match. First ever ladder match in NXT. I have a note here that just says, Fuck yeah, imminent danger, dude. Yeah. Oh, the sound? Yeah. Available on Spotify, yes. by the way. I own it. Yeah, I bought the fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bo, as a heel who truly believes he is a babyface... That's so good. It, it honestly was fantastic. And the fact that it was an organic thing where they were just shoving him as that white meat generic baby face and people hated it and yeah. he just didn't change and just ran with that. Yeah. Was fan just great stuff. Yeah. Like no I, more bow. Oh, it's great that you want to know more about me. Right. Just like just somebody who refuses to admit. Yeah. That People do not like him. I love it. Like, uh, I want to look it up almost. When he got... He lost a Loser Leaves NXT match. And him getting dragged out of the building goes on for like ten minutes. I love it. It's it's just incredible. He just keeps running back out to the ring and just screaming like, No! (laughs) Great. So, um... Shawn Michaels comes out. Yep. Cuts a promo. Sure does. Crowd, crowd's pre- real rowdy. Yep. They start chanting, one more match. Dear God, did the, they, they didn't I, want it. I know, right? They I didn't wanted, know how wanted, much they didn't want it. I wanted want to it. go back in time and just be like, y'all shut up, it's going to happen, you won't like it. Like, <laughs> they really didn't know how much... dirty whore mouths. <laughs> they didn't know how little they wanted the Brotherhood of the Destruction versus Triple H and Nick Gage. <laughs> God damn it. Uh... <laughs> One of the the only good thing to come from that match, by the way, is the backstage footage when they walk through the curtain and Triple H is in agony because I think that's when he that's when he had that very bad pec tear. Yeah, in the like the first ten seconds of the match or something. Mm-hmm. But they come walking back through the curtain, and I have to describe this because it's not a visual medium yet. Yeah. But Sean walks through and holds his hands up about shoulder width apart, and just goes. Missed it by that much. Uh, <laughs> Are you kidding me? I swear to God. It's the, like, Triple H walks through the curtain in in just writhing in pain, clutching at his, his chest and his shoulder. Sean's right behind him, looks around, and just missed it by that much. That's uh, amazing. And, and I think my favorite moment in Shawn Michaels' entire career happens in that match, though, when he super that's kicks... That's insane. When he super kicks Kane's mask off. Dude. <laughs> Unbelievable. So fucking unreal. Unbelievable. 
that ma- that show also had hometown hero Buddy Murphy beating Cedric Alexander. Hometown hero. This this was the Australia show. It was. I thought this. I thought it no, was. no. This was Crown Jewel. I thought. Okay, I thought it was the Australia the, the doesn't Australia have one. the money to get Sean to come back out. You got to fucking. You're right. Murder some of your population and take what they own <laughs> and liquidate those assets into cash dollars for old HBK. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I don't know why I thought this was the Australia show. I was about to be like, you, you, I thought you were about to tell me Buddy Murphy's from Saudi Arabia. My fucking no, he is. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, anyway, I, we okay. This is a soft confirmation. Okay. So this is going to go like at the at the back of the fuckboard, like the tail end of the fuckboard. Okay. We need to do at least one of these crown jewel horseshit shows. I'm f- all game, dude. Because I... And I don't know which one, but I don't think that there has been one that's good. I want to see one that I know that I haven't seen. I, I've, I've only seen bits and pieces of it. I don't think I've ever actually sat down and watched any of them all the way through. I do not want to do The Greatest Rumble ever. Oh, no, I, no, no, no. I, I did actually somehow watch The Greatest Rumble ever all the way through, and I, I just wanted to die. Like, <laughs> it was just... That hey, might you be... remember in 2011 when we made it 40 and it sucked? Let's make it 50. Dude, that might be the worst thing that ever happened in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> ever? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, my God. Um, So, there was one point what are we where... About here? Okay. <laughs> they're raising the NXT championship up. Right. Like, uh, it's on the hook or whatever. Mm. And I literally out loud said, that's so high. And then they cut back and it's lowering a little bit. I was like, thank you. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, they did a good job of making this seem important. Yeah. Like, having HBK come out and shamelessly plug his merch, but then hang the belt up. Uh, that was cool. Uh, the intros, the hype videos, like, all this made it seem like this is something that you need to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a note here that just says, ladder spots, dash love slash hate, because there's so many that I love, and there's so many that I fucking hate. What do you hate? What do you love first? I like, I like, the anger is always... Draw. <laughs> we know what you're here for, you sick fucks. Um, <laughs> I love the ladder is in the corner across the middle rope. You go to whip the guy into it, and he baseball slides underneath of it, comes up to where the, the buckle is to his back, and the ladder is in front of him, and from there you can do anything. Uh, yeah. my, my favorite go-to, which I think I've probably done in almost every ladder match I've ever had, is that's the setup. Guy's in the corner, I come running, he gut-checks the ladder into me, I go down, he walks off the ladder into a splash, or a rana, or whatever the case may be. Um, I love, anytime that a ladder is propped up, either against the ropes or the buckles, and somebody takes a bump into that, because you get the noise of the ladder clattering, and you get the rebound effect, Yeah, uh, which... Always is like visually fun because you it has that uh, person getting ejected out of a plane type of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like I, I like innovative shit. I like anytime, except for like when uh, Joey Mercury's face got destroyed. I like you know seesaw stuff. Yeah. I like Your big uh, seesaw guy. Big seesaw guy. Um, last ladder match I was in, I did a spot where as the guy was sliding the ladder into the ring, I stomped on it because his hands were in the middle of the ladder. Like, he grabbed it, 
it folds up on his own hands. He's sliding it in. I stomp on it, smash his fingers. Love it. Yeah, I, I like stuff like that. One one of my favorite. I think we covered it on one of the Money in the Bank things that was on the WrestleMania twenty four. Mm-hmm. When they have like the ladder is flat, mm-hmm. and the top of the ladder is through the rungs of another ladder into like a triangle type shape. Yeah. Yeah. And like. That blew my mind. Was it? Oh, cause that, was that the setup where like Shelton would like run the ladder and like clothesline somebody off the other one, type of thing? Is that what you're saying? No, it's like one of them's like this, and the other one is like this. The, oh, the ladder oh, is like okay. So like the, the bottom one of the ladder, rungs. the bottom one is like flat on the canvas. Yes. Oh, okay. So then you're you're climbing a ladder that's not extended. Correct. It's just propped mm-hmm. yeah, or anchored. Anchored is the word yeah. I'm looking for. Yeah. It was so cool. Yeah. Stuff like like that type of innovation is dope. What do you hate? I hate the shit that's played out. Uh, and there's a couple of them in this match, I think. So the one that, that, that I first noticed. The guy goes to get the ladder and bring it into the ring. The other guy drop kicks it. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. I, I hate it. it I, I was disappointed to see that in this match. Because like, these guys are better than that. That, that to me, is like... That's, that's for babies, you know? That's <laughs> like, um, And there's a million <laughs> ways to play with it. And I've seen a lot of those that were fucking great, you know? Um, I hate... <sighs> Maybe more so, like, partaking. A ladder laying flat on the ring and getting bumped onto it. It hurts so fucking bad. It makes the exact same noise as just taking the bump in the ring. Seldom gets more of a reaction. Fucking hate it. Yeah. Um, I don't like any time someone sets the ladder up in a position where it cannot possibly obtain the prize. Yeah. And I understand that you got to do some shit out of the box, but I like, well, let's find a way to make it make sense. So, like, if you have a ladder and one side of it gets damaged, let's use this other ladder to prop that ladder up so that now I can go up the thing. But now that we have this apparatus constructed, we can do this hellacious bumper spot or whatever. Yeah. Like... That's fair. I just... I, I think that... And even though there's been... I wish I knew how many ladder matches there's been in WWE alone at this point. You know, like there, there. I can. I'm old enough. I can remember you could count them all on like your hands, which is bonkers. That's crazy. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, and now it's like I still am not sure that we've actually like got into the possibilities of what you can do with it. I agree, but yeah. So this is all right though. The springboard mm-hmm. from the fucking ropes to the ladder mm-hmm. will never not be the most incredible thing I've ever seen. No, it's it impressive is. as fuck. And the fact that Neville's Over feet... Over a person. The, the fact that Neville's feet are, and I can't stress this enough, approximately three inches from Bo Dallas's eyes. Oh, he yeah. Lands. He almost just stomps his fucking face. Unbelievable. I love it. The brilliance of that spot to me is that Bo climbing up the ladder but still being low is what anchors it so yeah. that you can springboard to it and it doesn't do the whole like oh thing yeah um but other than that as far as this match goes black arrow it. on the ladder or I'm sorry red arrow yeah I was just gonna say always <laughs> been, I've always been a big Neville guy um he's great I really started to love Neville 
during 205 Live era when he came back. Yeah. And was just unfuckwithable. King of the cruiserweights. Yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. Him winning matches at that, I think it was that time period we talked about this, with the Superplex. Yeah. That's one of the, the coolest things I've seen in ages in wrestling. <laughs> that you're, that of all the things that that guy can do, that was his finish. Love it. I do too. Especially because, like, logistically, that's the biggest bump you can feasibly take. Yeah. Why would that not be the finish? Yeah, that is true. Um, that was just, good. Yeah. Solid, simple. Good shit. Overall? Uh, there's a scene appearance at the end of the show, just to, like, hammer home how important this shit is. <laughs> yep. Like, you, hey, John Cena watched it. You should watch it, too, you little puke. <laughs> <laughs> you little puke. Uh, I, I thought the show was good. It was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to watch. I think it's under two hours, but yeah. it kind of felt like less. And because of my just brutal life schedule, this two-hour show, three nights it took oh me to watch. Oh, my God. I had to, I had to break this up, like, three nights. Like, because I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this. Okay, I'm getting tired. <laughs> I'm going to shut it off now. And then resume. Tom, did you know when I watched this? Today. Yeah. In one fell swoop, I'm sure. Yep. Motherless. Just because I'm, I'm better than you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. God damn it. Um, Overall, I really like this show. I think uh, you, and I, you and I agree that yeah. Sami Zayn and Cesaro is the it match is. of the night. Yeah, it's just it is. untouchable. I, but I, um, overall, great. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's weird to think where NXT is now. Versus yeah. even where yeah. it has gone, because I was thinking I was on the right over here thinking like, it's weird to see NXT without, like for me it's weird for me to see NXT without Johnny Gargano, Champa, the Undisputed yeah. Era, yeah. like those people that have be, to me become synonymous right. with NXT. Uh, Gargano and Champa was a weird one because I remember when they first debuted and they were a thrown together tag team in the Dusty Classic. Yeah, and me and all the other indie dorks were like, holy shit. Because they were still taking dates elsewhere. Like oh, when, wow. When, when they worked with me and Cage at Dreamwave, they were doing NXT. Oh, wow. So, like... I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Uh, so, that was, like, a really cool thing to see. And then, like you said, they became so synonymous with what that brand is. Mm-hmm. It was weird to go back and see, oh, wow, this is before, you know, even they were there. Yeah. Like, it's the bare bones of what it you know, would be. It's interesting to go back knowing what NXT became, mm-hmm. watching this and being like, oh, okay, this is this this is the start of something. And you can right. see how how you can see how it went from that to what it became and then eventually. You can also see that like at toilet, this point but... it is still a developmental. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they were shying away from that either, really. Yeah. Because the whole thing is like the stars of tomorrow start here. And it's like, okay. I like that. Yeah, that, that's great. That's awesome. And now, mm-hmm. or, or maybe not now, but then it ended up just being, oh, this is the wrestling show. Yeah. And, yeah. And then it was, oh, this is in essence a super indie with money behind it. Mm-hmm. And then now it's, I don't know what. An art Braun gallery. Breaker. Braun Breaker. Yeah. What a... <laughs> 
Also, just proving that they're not bringing Strowman back anytime soon. We're going to give this guy's name Braun. But it's spelled differently. Oh, shit. Bring him back. Give me the Braun Braun connection. <laughs> Braun action. Oh, no. The Braun brothers. Connect Braun. Uh, I had this idea one time for a tag team where the they're brothers, but it's that their first names are the same. <laughs> but it's still like a very hokey 80s type thing, so it's like Chip Beef and Chip Board. The Chip Brothers. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Oh my god. The family such... name is Chip. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So, you got anything to plug? We do. Brother. Don't say we don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just didn't want you to just be like, we're not going to So this is coming out in a matter of hours, basically, from the time I'm going to go home and upload it and set it to come out this morning. Or next morning. I want to plug St. Louis Anarchy. They have a Twitch stream called Journey 2. That's the number 2 Anarchy. Watch that shit on Twitch. They got a show coming up. They usually, I believe, put the pre-show up on the Twitch channel, and you're going to see some of your favorite Zawa talents on it. Also, Berna. But... Yeah, so check out uh, St. Louis Anarchy Presents. What is the name of the show? Oh my Wartime. God, I saw it. Yeah, Wartime. I, I saw it this, today. On September the 24th. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch it on Twitch. Yep. Uh, if you can't go there live from the Paradisco Elks Lodge in Granite City, Illinois. Um, follows out live. We have a number of shows coming up. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to throw a little shout-out to Rocket Pro Wrestling out of Joliet. Ooh, okay. Going there in October on the 2nd. They ain't booking me, so I'm not plugging Not in. yet, my man. Uh, but that's less than an hour from my house and straight down the road from a casino. So Oh, oh I'm, boy. I'm going to do as many of them dates as I can. <laughs> there um, you go. Um, go there, buy my merch, and feed my addictions. Um, RCCW. Yep. Journey Pro, did we plug Absolutely. Journey Pro? Absolutely, okay. yeah, same Twitch stream, by the way. Journey 2, Anarchy number 2. Uh, Journey has a show coming up on Friday, which when this drops will technically then be tomorrow? Yes. Yes. Uh, I will be teaming with Gary J in a Falls Count Anywhere match against Hoodie and Anaya the Howlets. Wait, their ha- Howlet is their first name, right? In this instance, they've decided to go against the grain. Okay. The family name being Hallowed is their last name. Okay, um, that's against the grain. Correct. Follow. Magnum. Yeah. Show on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Featuring myself and six-man tag team action. As featuring well as myself you. and at Hopper2017 Connor uh, on Twitter. In a Fatal 4-Way match, it's him and I and two other peeps. I can't remember right now, but that's coming to you live and in black and white from Omaha, Nebraska. In black Colors, and white? Color is not allowed in Nebraska yet. Uh, oh, no. I mean, technically. Why? You took it the wrong way, I think. Uh, God damn it, I heard a joke recently about condiments. We're talking about, like, all they want in the Midwest is ranch. And the guy goes, yeah, blue cheese is illegal west of the Hudson River. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. Follow at Wowed Podcast, W A W E D Podcast, 
where you get to find out early what is on the fuckboard, as in December to dismember. I'm so fucking heated. I posted it up on the fuckboard. I'm so fucking heated. I posted it on the fuckboard. This was brought to my attention earlier. I'm just, god damn it. It... You can blame Casey, because it, it's a reply to his I, tweet. I'll, you know what? I'll blame Casey for everything. <laughs> that motherfucker is who caused COVID. You know what? Oh, like, my God. Uh, what, if you had to guess, because we, we've done a lot of these episodes, what do you think is the worst show that we have done so far? I reckon maybe Fall Brawl 95 That's my That's my first guess, is Fall Brawl 95. It's only because we haven't done Hog Wild. <laughs> uh, December to December is going to eclipse that. Yeah, like several times over. Great American Bash 04 is up there too. It it definitely is, and I bold predict. You know what? I, I want to close the show with a couple of bold predictions. Okay. One one or two maybe humorous, and one that I I'm dead set on, and I just want to have like a recorded documentation of me saying it. December to Dismember will eclipse Great American Bash 04 in terms of how bad. Okay. Now, for a... Maybe not serious, because it's wrestling. How serious can it be? So, earlier tonight, they announced that next week, on a special two-hour episode of Rampage on Friday night, Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega. Okay. Build, promo, it's all there. They're going to do this in approximately seven days on a special two-hour episode of Rampage. I predict... Oh, no. 60-minute draw. Okay. Okay. I can't think of the last time that that's been done. I can't think of the last time it's been done on television. I think that company has the balls to do it. I know both of those guys can pull it off, I would say, easily, really. Yeah. They have an extra hour of television time. Yep. You don't have to put your champion under. You don't have to put the hottest guy that you just brought in under. And you're going to shock the absolute fuck out of the entire wrestling world and your fan base. Calling it here, folks. Your chips are forward. I I, I am pushing my chips forward. Would you, would, would you say that you're red? Would you say that you're pushing your chips all in? I would. Would you uh, say that you're going for double or nothing? Wow, they really do have a lot of game. Would you look? Would there. you say that you're looking to start a revolution? <laughs> okay, you jumped a, a hill there, but all right. Would you? Would you say that you're going full gear? I don't know how that ties into the other ones, but would you say that you're going on a rampage? <laughs> You've done great. Uh, and would folks, you, you've been you, great. Would you say that it got dark early? All right. What? <laughs> you've been a great audience. Tip your veal. Try the waitress. Are we doing a like a comedy set closing here? <laughs> Thanks for coming out tonight. You've been <laughs> Be sure to follow us online. Thank you very much. Merch is over at the table. Have a great night. You've been great. Okay, I think it's time for me to end the thing in a very anticlimactic way. Oh no! What are we in?